Welcome to Business Growth Central. Practical tactics and strategies that you can use to help your business grow. You can watch the video version of this episode at businessgrowthcentral.co.uk. But now, over to you, Nigel. Hi, welcome to the first in a little mini-series of special Business Growth Central episodes that were spawned at the Getting and Keeping Customers Convention. In this little mini-series, we're going to share with you just the little highlights of some of the presentations, some of the sessions that happened at the ICC back in October. And we're starting today with something that happened on the very first morning when we met the guy who founded and runs what is actually the largest business in Entrepreneur Circle. His name is John Bailey. The business is the Precision Proco Group. It's a business that John started almost 20 years ago now and which this year is going to turn over uh, something in excess of £70 million. So for many of us uh, in the room who would aspire to growing our business into a multi-million pound venture, John had lots to share. And the piece that I've chosen to pull out and share with you in this little episode here was when he and I were talking on the sofas uh, on stage in Birmingham about the importance of people and in particular culture. Here's what John had to say. So let's talk about the people a little bit then, because yeah. obviously, whilst you've led this, um, what is an amazing story, and we, I mean, we can't really do it justice, even in the kind of 40 minutes we've got today, because there, there's a lot going on. But um, the thing that, oh, that struck me from the very first time that I visited your, um, your premises in Sheffield, and because and the, the way you, um, I'll use the word manage your people, mm-hmm. that's probably not quite the right word, but uh, is very, very different. To, to what I'd seen any, anywhere else. I mean, I, you know, um, should we talk about the, about the, um, people, the people and the people? I think we should. It'd be really helpful. Yeah, I, I, think, I think manage is probably the right word, you know, or, or lead. I don't, I don't know how you do it. I, I expect a lot from my people. Yeah, we have some slides, right, that can show it. Right, we'll, we'll, we'll come right. to a minute. On, we'll... so, so we have, uh, we, run, we run it a certain way. I expect a lot from my people. I make everyone accountable, right? I talk about it really clearly. I'm not your dad, right? So I'm not here to look after you, but I'll give you all the tools I can in order to help you succeed. And we want to make everybody succeed. So everybody has a 90-day plan, including myself, and they're all visible. So you can see at every point what the next 90 days so this is, this is on this wall. This so is actually a wall in the, the staff area. Yeah, and the they're in every area. site, in every staff area. So we have five sites now. And you can see at all point what everyone's expected to do in that 90 days. And just, just so we're clear, they change. They're, they're effectively yeah, they come the wall. out. They're slips, right? And you can see see the ones with the like the bubbles. In there, it will say something like, "Sorry, the dog's eaten mine," because it's to highlight when people don't get them there on time, right? So we embarrass people when they haven't got their ninety-day plans up. Uh, and they're they're expected to do that. And and the reason they do it themselves, and why we all expect to do it, and we also sign them physically because signing something physically makes people accountable. Uh, and we talk about integrity. And, we, and this is really about integrity. Of, and we don't, we don't blame people if things go wrong. We talk about failing fast and fixing early. That's fine. But have integrity. And the way we define integrity is really simple. You, someone with integrity does what they say they're going to do. Someone who doesn't have integrity is an arsehole. Right? And which do you want to be? 
And that's really simple. So we get people to account, be accountable, and then we work through it. And it's really actually, it's a really lovely grounding point because whenever we have our meetings, we have our board meetings in there sometimes, and we invite people to listen to our board meetings. And we also have our staff meetings in there. And if also then you have a member of staff that's maybe feeling not quite sure where they're meant to be going or they're feeling a bit vulnerable or whatever, we actually take them into here and go, right, okay, where do you sit? Right, where do you sit within here and how does it work? Because we expect every member of the team to be able to tell you how they can contribute to net profit. Okay. That's another key thing. Cleaner, reception, salesperson, CEO. So like, so like that's, that's really interesting. So like the cleaner, for instance. Right. So how does she contribute So, so Michelle, who's my cleaner in Sheffield, Michelle, when we first did this, and I said, I expect you all, it's like this, not quite as big as this, but I expect yeah. you all to be able to contribute to net profit. And Michelle's like, I, I don't know how I contribute to net profit, right? I said, well, it's really simple. And now if you ask Michelle, she'll say, I check the diary on the morning, and I see if we have a meeting in the boardroom. And if you have a meeting in the boardroom, I clean the boardroom first, and I set it up first to make sure that if the customers arrive early, the boardroom's perfect. And if, for example, I have somebody from a certain company coming that we know about who's particularly anal about cleanliness and design and everything. She said, I'll make sure I put four people in cleaning the bathrooms all day to make sure they're spick and spam all day. And she really gets it because she knows where she fits within the, within the cycle because everybody's a salesperson and everybody's responsible for growing the business. Everybody. I don't let anyone say, oh, I'm not a salesperson, I'm in production. No, no. You're responsible for getting new customers. And I can, I mean, I mean the... Um, the I, I first came encountered Procar. I can't actually remember how we, but, but I, as a customer, that's how yeah. I first dealt with with, with, with your business. Yeah. And, um, and and the thing about Procar, I think it's all, almost impossible for me to be dislodged as, from by anybody else um, because, and this is very interesting because uh, there's so many times. I mean, you've never ever let me down, but actually more than that, there's a couple of times when you've saved my bacon where we've sent stuff to Proco and it's been on a deadline and you know, it's, been, and it's been signed off and it's gone and, and something's been picked up like in your production yep. team yep. and they would have been quite within their rights to just run it because yep. they had all been signed off and it had been proved but they didn't yep. and they stopped it and said yeah, we've but, got this but, but oh you, fuck yeah. and is that the sort, that's well, the sort yeah, of way you because, mean because, because that's not you, normal in your industry right, because you know why because you've got to give a shit I mean, yeah Right? And that's the bottom line. It doesn't matter how... When you, the bigger you get, one of the biggest challenges is you can't see everything. So I am, I am a control freak, as you know. So I am all over everything. But when you have five sites, or you can't see everything. So you've got to make sure all of the people... I mean, think about this as an example. This is, this is a scary example. We will produce on a peak day 390,000 unique jobs. Okay? The deadline is 5 p.m., you can order, you guys could order a greeting card from a brand called Thoughtful by five to five, and I have to get it out that night. Right, that's a pretty tight SLA. Imagine if you order a slightly risky card for your wife, and somebody, 100 people down the line, sends that to little Johnny's fifth birthday. And little Johnny on his fifth birthday opens up a card, <laughs> and it's not suitable, and that gets put on Trustpilot, on social media, you can instantly ruin everything you've got. So that intent, that importance of people giving a shit. So that, so, so that, and this is where you get to finish with them, because like, because like we all kind of get that here, I think yeah. especially here, the audience will instinctively get what you're trying to do. Yeah. But actually doing it, that's the hard bit. So, so can you give us a little bit of insight then? Because so how do you get the team in production 
to call Nigel because we don't think this is right, or to make how? So I think I think part of that is about feeling accountable, but also about feeling engaged. So it's about being part of the business. So, for example, in all of our comms, we play customer adverts. So, say we do work for Adidas and people like we play the latest advert around the building. And what happens is they go home and, and the kids say, "Oh, have you seen this new Paul Pogba advert?" And they go, "We do that." Right? And then they feel proud of the fact that they're involved. Or we do the launch for the new James Bond film. We are a tiny cog. We print a little invite for the VIPs for the launch of the Aston Martin. And they think it's just an invite, but it's not. It's this launch of this global brand. So we make the people feel part of the journey and be excited and proud about what they're doing. So, and, so you, and how do you do that? In, literally, how, how, do you, how are you briefing your team about that? James Bond job, for instance. So we will, A, we'll, we'll broadcast it everywhere, right? but we'll also actually make people aware. We'll do films, we do footage, we, we get the customers in, we make sure all of our staff are engaged with the customer as well. And we do our, we do our 90 days, we do our, our, our sort of um, our updates, we do our daily sprint meetings, our huddles. Uh, we, don't, we don't do full board meetings, by the way. We have, we have a, a 10 minute every Friday. We have a huddle. We call them Hill Street Blues meetings for those of us old enough to remember Hill Street Blues. <laughs> Hill Street Blue meeting every morning where we bring all the production together and we talk about the important things of the day. And most importantly, we just continually drive over that attention to detail and that importance of making sure it's right. And now it's time for Matt the Butler's Takeaway. Right, so today's takeaway, it's all about your culture and your people, but you've got to align the two. So your people know what you want from your culture and everybody has to be on board. Otherwise, there's just no point. Till next time, ta-da. Thanks for listening to Business Growth Central. Remember, you can watch all of our episodes in video form at businessgrowthcentral.co.uk.